Hey guys, my name is Jason Otaro and welcome to my podcast titled Youthful and Useful. Well, as the name implies, it stipulates that we as youths, despite our age, whether we're 20, 30 or 40, what I'm concerned here is our minds, we're all youthful in our minds and our thinking. And in as much as we're youthful, we're as well useful. But in order to get a complete grip of that tag or of that concept, we must first understand that we are unique. You are different from the next individual standing next to you. From the outward appearance, even to the way you think, and to your giftings, to your abilities, and to the traits you express. So here, we want to discuss about those untapped abilities, and also discuss the misconstrued concepts of life that has limited us from standing out. Whether you're in Nigeria, whether you're in Asia, or you're in the Caribbean, or in America, wherever you are, as humans, we need to come to an understanding of who we really are. And, you know, shoot away every talk or every concept society has actually brought us, you know, brought us into believing. And concepts that has actually limited us in every way possible. So we're going to take them one after the other and as well my listeners will be given the opportunity to contribute to each podcast at the end of each episode i would have i would would randomly select one of the my listeners that would also share what they think or feel concerning the topic being discussed so this is just an introductory session just preparing you guys for what is to come so um, I would appreciate if you just plug in and you know stay tuned hey guys down to the topic for today we're talking about the singularity of purpose or we could say the peculiarity of purpose What that means is for everything created or produced on earth, there is a unique purpose attached to it. Like there is a unique reason as to why everything exists. Nothing is created or produced by chance or by happenstance. So on that note, we will cover three major subtopics. One which is purpose, second impact and the third is success. Using the bottom-up approach would begin with success. Now, if I do ask you, what is success? What's your definition of success? Well, I believe we all have something to say concerning that. So to help us, I would want us to take out a sheet of paper or probably on our notepads, write down what we understand success to be. Then at the end of this podcast, we'd have to now go back to what we've written and see if we still agree with that or if our minds would change towards what success truly is. So, for me, if you ask me what success is, I believe I have, or I do have a different definition for it. But for 
some form of uniformity and for us to better understand it i had to go through the dictionary to to find out what success means to you know so i went through the webster's dictionary and i got three distinct definitions for success now the first is success is defined by the achievement of one's aim or goal which is if I have an aim for my life or I set up a goal, the moment I achieve it, I am successful. The second is related to business. It's defined as financial profitability. So I jump into business, the moment I start making money out of my business, I am termed successful. Then the third is success is the achievement of wealth respect of fame so the moment I start making money despite the methodology I use in attaining it or I command the respect of a large chunk of people or I'm famous you know the world or society terms me successful but that last definition does it ring a bell because that has been what society has narrowed success to be despite the methodology used in achieving it we understand success to be the achievement of wealth respect of fame and for any other person who doesn't have either of these three components we don't call them successful should that should, should, should that be that way i don't think so so let's look you know, deeper into what success is. We take the first definition, which is the achievement of one's aim or goal. And I'll elaborate more on that. Let's use the creation story to push further on this point. Now, everything created on earth has a reason attached to it. The computer system has a reason, or there is a reason for why the computer system was created. There is a reason for why the mobile phone we use was created. Even the softwares we have on the mobile phone, there's a reason as to why each of them were programmed. And if the reason for the creation of an object or a a product or a device, if that reason is not fulfilled, that project or that product will not be termed successful. If For instance, I want to create a device that would aid me communicate with five people at once, like a device that would enhance, you know, conference meetings and the least number of people I would want on a conference call using my device would be five. If that's the reason for creating that device, after creation, Certainly, I would go through a test process. Now, while testing that product or that device, if I try adding up to five persons on a conference call and I don't succeed in adding up five, probably I'm able to add up four. At the end of that product test, that product would not be termed successful. I don't know if we got that that product would not be termed successful because the reason it was created was to be able to 
allow up to five persons on a conference call but at the end it only allowed four so one person is missing which makes the product unsuccessful because the aim or the goal as to why it was created was not met so now with that analogy we could easily define what success is for products devices and services but now as humans how can we know when we are successful or how or when can we be tagged successful like oh jason you're a success or you're successful when can i get to that point so we'll still use that creation story to also get an answer to that question okay now when you were created i believe there was a reason a unique reason in the heart of your creator before you were created because uh, you you didn't just come out to the earth like that you, you weren't just you weren't just pushed out into the earth and even our parents they don't even you know have a say as to who comes out probably your mom or our mom the pregnant and they give birth they don't really determine who they want to give birth to and at the end of it they don't determine our purpose our creator will determine our purpose but how can we hear from that creator or how can we know what the creator has in mind before creating us because it is until we know our purpose here on earth that is when we can then move towards the achievement of that purpose or of that goal then after the achievement of that goal then we can be termed successful but if purpose is not known then we would abuse our existence on earth we'll just live life passively without truly fulfilling the goal as to why we were created and at the end of our lives we can boldly term ourselves failures because truly we failed in fulfilling the aim or goal to our creation so now how do we then know when to be successful or when to be termed successful I would give a little analogy again. <laughs> I like working with analogies. I like to get the human mind to picture out what I'm saying. So, let's think about a standing fan or an air conditioner. Yes. An air conditioner. I'm looking at one right here and it was created by Panasonic. The air conditioner has every component it needs to blow out air and it has a channel that you could not that protrudes from the back to the out, outer unit that you you know the outer unit has a fan that rotates and also has a compartment where you have a compressor and the compressor can handle or can hold a 
you know percentage or some some degree of gas now the gas is what is now being pushed into the inner units of the you know the ac the split unit then the inner unit has the capacity in itself to blow out cool air when connected to the power source now when this air conditioner was produced there was a reason for its production but the air conditioner would not need to ask the would i say the creator why was i produced even as a an end user you wouldn't even need to ask the creator why was this air conditioner produced because if you look into the air conditioner inside it it has the capacity to do or to fulfill the aim as to why it was produced it doesn't need to go anywhere else all you just need to do is put it gas to the compressor at the outer unit and connect to the to the power source and you turn it on and it begins to move and rotate and the fan begins to turn from the back the outer unit and and the gas is transferred to the inner unit and it begins to blow cool air so the resources the capacity and the tools the air conditioner the split unit needs to fulfill purpose is already embedded into it did we get that so there is no external force or external contribution needed by this air conditioner to fulfill purpose okay with that being established i would want us to go a bit further to get a clearer understanding to what this 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 means okay let's look at the tree it is said that the life of a tree is in its fruits and a tree doesn't benefit from its fruits like for instance an almond tree an almond tree bears forth fruits but those fruits or the fruits it bears does not benefit the tree itself rather it benefits those around it just like the air conditioner the external source or external force that the air conditioner needs to fulfill purpose is the uh, addition of gas and also the power source it's connected to same thing for the almond tree it has its roots connected to a source that it draws nutrients from then with that nutrients it then produces it has in itself the ability to produce fruits so if an almond tree doesn't bear forth fruit for those around it to eat of that tree is termed useless or of no yeah of no use or will be termed a failure though there's some trees that are that, that, that grow out for the purpose of shelter and not for food but for the fruit bearing trees that we depend on for food 
if they don't produce fruits for us to eat, they are useless. So the life of that tree is in its fruits, but it doesn't benefit of it. Meaning it is the people around it that benefits. Now, using that or those two analogies, that of the air conditioner and that of the tree, we can now better understand our own role here on earth, what we play. Because now a lot of people would ask like, what is the reason for my existence? Like, why am I here? What's the purpose or my purpose here on earth? You know, and think of it to be a very, very difficult question to ask. And, you know, the answer is always, and it's always vague. But truly, when you look within yourself, you're like a tree. You're like a tree and you bear forth fruit. And the fruit you bear forth is not for your own benefit. It is for the benefit of those around you. And you have within yourself the ability to produce those fruits. You don't need, the only external source you need is a connection to your creator or to a power source, which in this context is the creator. You were created for a reason. Mr. A was created for a reason, let's say, to bring laughter into the world. And from when he was very young, it was easy for him to just make people laugh. His gestures, his, his moves, the way he talks, the way he walks, was just funny. He didn't need to do anything, you know, extraordinary to make people laugh. It was just easy for him. And now that Mr. A has within him the ability to produce humor. And probably that is what he has been built to do. And when you then look into yourself, find your giftings, your abilities or your talents, then at that point, you would be able to then build on it, to groom it, to nurture it in order for you to use it as a means to reach out to the world. That is your fruit, your bearing forth to the world for the benefit of those around you, not for your benefit. Now, when that purpose of Mr. A being to make people happy, to make people laugh. When that purpose is now being understood or known by Mr. A and he looks within himself and he finds the ability within him to create humor, he begins to work in that light. It becomes easy for him to really provide or create value from his life to that of those around him. Did we get that? So, we are successful people based on the level of impact we've had on the world through the expression of those fruits that we possess. 
to Mr. B or Mr. A is termed successful be, you know, based on the level of impact he has provided or produced or created on the world through the expression of those fruits. So, let's an overview. Mr. A has a purpose to make people laugh. Now, how did he know that was his purpose? He just checked up himself and, oh, wow, it's easy for me to make people laugh. People laugh even when I walk. People laugh when I talk. When I just move my hand, people laugh. Wow, I don't even need to force it. So maybe I can build on that. Maybe that's what I'm here to do. Or maybe that's not what I'm here to do or whatever. But the deal here is whatever you need in order to fulfill purpose has already been embedded into your system, into you as a person, as an individual. Just like the way every component required to produce cool air has been embedded into the split units. And every component and every resource required to bear forth fruit has been implanted into the almond tree. Same thing, whatever you need to fulfill purpose has already been embedded into you. And all you just need to do is look within yourself. What do I do effortlessly without you know, any external support or any external influence? What can I do effortlessly? Probably I could build on that and use that to reach out to the world. Maybe through doing that, I would be producing or providing value and creating impact to the world around me. And through that, I might be you know, fulfilling purpose so with that being established, we we'll get on right on this note after the break. Okay, down to the second base. I want to continue with saying we are successful people based on the level of impact we've had on the world through the expressions of the giftings we have. So it doesn't matter how beautiful a fruit bearing tree looks, if it doesn't bear forth fruit for the nourishment of those around it, it is useless. In the same light, if we do not shine out or impact the world, with the giftings we have, the fruits we possess, if we can't nourish the world around us with it, then we as well useless as a fruit bearing tree without fruits. It's useless. A lamp is useless until it starts to shine. A fan is useless until it starts to blow out air. Your phone is useless when the battery is dead. Same thing as your computer system. When there's no power in it, it is useless. So when an entity is not fulfilling purpose by leveraging on the giftings or the innate abilities it has, then it is useless. But now we now understand what 
it means for a person to be that successful meaning okay i have this giftings and i am using my giftings to create value and impact the world now i can be tagged a successful person because i am fulfilling the purpose as to why i was created and it is not difficult to understand why you were created you must just look or first look within what do i do effortlessly without any external support can i do that consistently and still be passionate about it oh yes i can then how do i build on that so i can you know like a ripple effect create one value that would in itself create more and more you know truck loads of value for the world around us so now that's what we get or that's what we understand success to be but now the other part which we haven't really paid so much attention to is impact is impact we are successful people we're fulfilling purpose but these two components wouldn't be unless there is impact success is measured by impact hope we got that success is measured by impact and you're successful because you're or you're successful by fulfilling purpose and purpose is easily determined by the unique abilities you have the usage or the expression of the unique abilities you have within you your talents your giftings that's what purpose is so now no matter how wide and far your visions are for life if it is only for your nourishment that's not fulfilling purpose in a successful way if I put it that way so now let's get on to what impact really is like i said before success is measured by impact and your level of impact is directly proportional to your understanding of the language of the recipient you know we can understand impact or the languages of impact first using uh, let me use an analogy with the five love languages let's paint this picture mr a and mrs b are in a relationship mr a's basic love language is the language of giftings mrs b majors um, sorry mrs b major love language is the language of touch so imagine mr a attending to mr b with the language he understands meaning every day mr a goes out he comes back with one gift or the other for mrs b 
every blessed day he buys her different kinds of gifts he buys her flowers he buys her wristwatch he saw a phone he got her a phone the recent phone he saw a nice shirt he got her a nice shirt he got her a nice pair of sandals you get now he's doing all those things but the language mrs b understand love to be is that of touch she just needs mr a to come around her to hold her when they're walking on the road or to you know put place her head on his shoulders to carry her when they are out on a stroll to you know just be around her give her that sense of feeling you know touch her that's the language she understands so if at the end of three years of you know relationship then they come for some form of an evaluation mrs b would say mr a has not impacted me in any way probably yes he buys me gift but it is not an impact like it is not impactful enough for me to want to stay he doesn't understand me enough he doesn't vibe you know in same frequency with me and mr a in return can say ah wow mrs b always touches me but she has never got me a gift that means she doesn't love me or she's not thoughtful I don't know if we understood this analogy very well but that's the same way we can view impact in languages one language understood by Mr. A would not be the same language Mrs. B would understand so in order to really create value we need to first understand the languages of impact so we can attend or we can channel our energy our giftings in the right direction in order to create value that would impact a sect of people or to impact the entire world is really possible so we'll talk about the level of impact or the languages of impact so in order for us to understand the languages of impact we need to categorize impact according to classes it's not so hard to understand but once we listen and can paint a mental picture of what has been said in our minds it's going to be easy for us to truly understand and go out there to do what we can to impact the world you know for our previous analogy you know based on the love languages our understanding of the languages of impact will determine you know how much impact we make in the life of those around us 
in our understanding of the languages of impact will give us an idea on how the individuals around us can be impacted or in the dimension they require impact. So the first class of people, I would call them class one, are people who don't have the basic amenities of life. They don't have money. They don't have good water. They don't have food. They don't have good shelter over their head. Probably they can read and write. But there's no job around like they're unemployed. And they're hungry. Like, you know, there are people like that, like millions. Research and uh, statistics shows that there are thousands and millions of people like that all around the world. So, for these people, what do you think would be the best way to impact their lives? You know, if you come to these people with so much books, you know, knowledge, yeah, everybody needs knowledge. But if you come to them with so much knowledge, books, and all sorts, you know, for them to consume, they won't be able to. They might receive those gifts, but the next day, you'd see those books on the ground. Probably some might even use those books as some form of mattress to lie on or to use for support while sitting down or something. Now, if that were to, if, if that were to happen, you'd find out that knowledge is not really what they require. In such places or with such a class of individuals you don't need people who has the ability to teach or to impart knowledge to come around you don't need people who are inventors to come around but rather you need philanthropists you need people who has finance or who has a heart to give or to help such people would come and freely give not just monetary uh, means but freely give their time into helping these people get through with life like all around the world you can see various campaigns and various um, initiatives going on how billionaires all around the world are financing major projects in the rural places of the world the places where you'd find people i would say less privileged because that what that's what it is but now those people that is the language they understand they need your your supply of finance your supply of your time probably to help them build houses probably to help them feed by, by that I mean providing food for them to help them dig a borehole yet to help them set up various structures that could aid them grow 
they don't need someone to come in with a book to teach them at that point because their minds are not tailored towards receiving knowledge but rather they need their basic needs or basic amenities to be met now for such people it's very easy to really be to really be of value to them which is with the least money you have in your hand you can you know money is something it's 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 a tool we can use to do everything and anything on earth with the least money a house can be built with the least money food can be provided with the least money clothes can be gotten for these people with the least money a lot can be done for them now such people require impact in that light but now after that class there is another class of people who are hungry for knowledge they don't lack these basic amenities but at the same time they are like puppets being played about or played being played with yeah being controlled by society they really have no understanding of what they are on earth to do they have no courage to really do anything they are just moving you know moving like the waters like the rivers just you know like current flowing through the river they just move like that such people now require coaches such people require tutors such people require counselors to sit them down or to speak to them particularly and help them discover abilities that they never knew they had they don't need your money for food neither do they need any any form of support to provide shelter or water for them or even clothing they have the stuff but they are lost in life their minds are not in one place now such people what they would consider to be impactful is when a person comes to them and passes out knowledge that would break them out of I'll call it that cycle of slavery that they've been through they want to see or hear something new something that would bring them out of the pits and place them on the smooth road to continue life with they want to be equipped with knowledge now such people when you come forth with knowledge they would embrace it and that would impact them now the third class of people are people who don't are not after knowledge because they have a reasonable amount of knowledge that has been helping them through life they don't require any form of physical support from you they don't require money from you they are doing very well like they are doing very well without any physical or mental support but the way those people can be impacted is when their everyday tasks can be made simpler like for instance the person who has money who has a um, knowledge yeah 
who is really not requiring any mental support. The person might probably be using an abacus to do mathematical computation, you know, plus, minus, addition, subtraction, multiplication, and all that. He uses an abacus for that. Now, someone else created the calculator. Someone used his ability to think, his ability to 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 create. Using that ability, he made the calculator. Now, that person who seemingly requires no physical and mental support would see that calculator and be like, wow, this calculator takes out the work or takes out the stress of, you know, of, of, of doing mathematical computation. I no longer need to use an abacus which takes a longer period of time to you know finish a simple mathematical computation now i can use the calculator now that person would be impacted or that person would consider that calculator to be of value to him and once you've created value for such an individual that's impact that's impact it might be to one person but it's impact so in, 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 in a nutshell, you must first understand the language of the people you intend to create value for. And you must understand the kind of value you're creating. But so long as value is created, that is you making impact. In the world now, we have the innovators. People who just sit down in their closet and think about new things, what to invent, what to create. Think about solutions, softwares they could write in order to make connectivity easier, to make communication easier, to make, you know, a whole lot easier. Those people now, they don't, they don't need to come to you physically, but with their ingenious inventions, they would impact lives. They create value for thousands of people. There are people who are, who are out there, you know, they take out their time to study, to make researches, to do career analysis, come up with statistics, and, you know, find out a pattern that has been, that has been messy or that has been destructive to the growth of people. Then they would come with content that when you hear, you would feel uplifted and you would know what next to do the next step to take you know they don't need to create anything for you all they need to do is take out their time you know they, with their ability like they love to study they love to 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 research they come up with content and they pour out that knowledge which in turn creates value for a sect of people and in other words they've impacted that sect and also there are people out there who are just, you know, their eyes are running to and through the earth <laughs> looking for who requires some form of support. They are walking on the road, they see a young boy who has really, has, hasn't eaten or probably looks impoverished and malnourished. And they bring up money from their pocket and they give and say, yeah, you find food for yourself. 
let's say they come out the next day and that they see, see that guy now they be like oh what can i possibly do let me help children all around the world let me or let me help children in my community yeah first off and the next day he comes out or with food in a cooler and you provide you know provide this food or provide these children with food and you do that three times a week with the little resources you have and when probably you see that there's a need for expansion you call for help you know to get some support to get donations in order to reach out to these people and funny enough you might just grow out to be an NGO or an institution you get now that's with your ability because not all people can be can love charity that much not all people can can be that generous but within you you have the ability to 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 do these things and with those gift things you then look out for the sect of people that would understand the language that you speak in terms of impact and you throw out yourself to impact them now when you have that understanding of your language of impact and you begin to impact people around you you find it very easy you find it very easy to do things people thought were impossible those things which include making or would i say footing the bills with your passion because from life there's no way value will be created and that value will not bring back in its monetary equivalent for that person who invents who creates certainly when i see that the calculator you created is of value i'll ditch my abacus and i'll go and buy the calculator if you come up with you know a, a better system for calculation i will ditch the calculator and i'll go buy the next system that's now because i see value i'm now you know exchanging my money for the value you're creating but now for you who is creating the value because you are harnessing the innate abilities you have harnessing your unique giftings it is easier for you to continue to continue in that light in that path because it is now your passion you get there is now sustainability so for you who creates yeah you're creating value and you'd have a monetary return for that person who speaks or who creates or who provides knowledge when that knowledge you've provided impacts the next man that is value if for instance i've heard you speak or i've read a content you've provided for me before and i had to you know look into myself or look around me and say wow these things i never knew they were like this now after hearing this podcast after hearing this message after reading this book i was able to change the way i think and move in this direction who was the author wow let me look out for more materials from this person 
and when more materials are provided or even though you just made up you know developed one content so long as it has created value for one man he'll tell his friends ah read this book or listen to this podcast oh they pay to listen to the podcast or the the book it's not free i have to buy yes it is worth it or i'll buy for you now that's your your giftings being in expression and in turn creating value for people around you and once the value is created like i said there will be an exchange of its monetary equivalent for that person who does good who reaches out to people you might be amazed how it blesses and how it enriches your life when you give whether your time your money whatever it is you give you'll be amazed how nourishing it is for you and how your needs as well will be supplied a hundred times more so with these levels or with this language is well understood we now know that impact has to be deliberate and it is when we've made impact using the giftings we've had or we were we were created with that's when we're fulfilling purpose and as purpose is being fulfilled we can be tagged successful people because we're truly fulfilling purpose and with an understanding of the singularity of purpose one will be able to ride above envy because when you know that your giftings are unique to you your abilities are unique to you there is no two versions of you you're the only one that exists in your form in your in every in, in, in totality when you understand that, that you're unique you'd, you'd stop envying people when you see the next man buying a car, your life will be you. You think more purposefully. You stop envying people for what they achieve or for what they acquire. Or you begin to look out for what to give, what impact or what value to create. Envy will be far from you. Jealousy will be far from you because then you'd have an understanding that you are unique and you have something to offer. I hope you understood that. So we need to come to terms with the fact that we are not on the earth by chance. We were created for a purpose. And that purpose is not far-fetched. It's something we do. The tool to fulfill that purpose is something that is readily available to us, something we do effortlessly. And when we discover that thing and we build on it and we begin to use it with our understanding of impact, we begin to use it to impact and create value for lives around us, then we can be tagged successful people. So next time you see somebody having a sport car, a Mercedes car, and uh, a 50 million dollar mansion 
don't be so quick to say he's that person is successful success is not it's not those things it's not riches it's not by what you have or what you've acquired it's by what you give so please come to that understanding and push away acquisition and achievement of things as your definition of success or learn to give or give in the capacity that you can using the gifts and the abilities you have thank you Thank you so much guys for joining me through this wonderful episode. So like I said from the beginning, I would like to hear from my listeners what they feel or what they think. You could send in your voice messages you know, on the platform or drop in your comments wherever you get to find this episode published. And I would pick randomly one comment or one input from my listeners and I would publish it as well. So I want to thank you for listening and stay tuned for more episodes to be out that would help clear our minds and help reshape our thoughts and taking us out every misconstrued concept society has um, made us believe so watch out for the next episode bye